Yeah, turn it back down. Forgot I had to turn it down to begin with. Hey, welcome everybody. Sir <laughs> Jesus presents this week in weed episode number five. A lot of stuff to talk about tonight. All good shit. All awesome shit. Should be live on Rumble right now as well. We seem to be. I think it's gonna be cool. On Twitter, on the This Week in Weed Twitter page. I'm sorry, X. The X page. At least I'm getting used to it. I will, though. Because, you know, it's, it's what it's called now. Like, things would have labels. And every time P. Diddy changes his name, I call him by his new name. It's respect. It's given respect. Anyway, that's enough. Okay, we get it. Yes. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, instrumental music. Anyway, <laughs> stuff to talk about tonight. As I said, the uh, marijuana to murder pipeline, uh, also a GOP congressman asking the DA, DEA some questions, forcing teens into counseling. Uh, court in New York allows uh, cannabis stores to open and cannabis and neuropathy. We'll cover all of that. All these stories can be found. TWIWR420 on Twitter. This Week in Weed Review 420 on Twitter. We find all these stories, links, so you can go check them out for yourself. You know, form your own opinions. Don't take my word for it. I'm just some dude. Some dude with a fucking microphone and a StreamYard account. <laughs> on a camera and, you know, a mixer. I have some things. I'm going to do with some things. That's what I'll forever be known as. That'll be on my, my tombstone. He was a dude with some things. In any case. All that's coming up first. We'll talk about a couple things. One, the smoke out. Let me go find... Uh, here we go. Myself and Shelly Martinez. We do the smoke out. We do it once a month. We have 68 episodes so far. It can be found for free on many of your podcasting platforms. Pretty much everything except for Apple. Because Apple's a fucking bitch. They're being a bitch. As they've always been with my show. They are with the smoke out as well. That's fine. You subscribe uh, on many of the, the, the Spotify and the iHeartRadio and all that stuff. Get free audio episodes of all 68 episodes. With the full video, if you want access to the show, you can join us, myself and Shelly, on the show. Be a part of it. Smoke out with us. Ask questions. Just be in the chat. Be on audio. Be on video. It's, it's up to you. Just in whatever we're, we're watching or playing a game, you know, whatever. Excuse me. All of that. Patreon.com slash ShellySJSmokeout.com. you find all the links. ShellySJSmokeout.com. The Patreon doesn't have a .com at the end of it. It's patreon.com slash ShellySJSmokeout. But for all the links, the Twitter, the Instagram, all the podcasting links, ShellySJSmokeout.com. You also find the Patreon link on that. So if you just want to remember, ShellySJSmokeout.com, just do that. That's probably what I should put up there. But I put that up there instead, the Patreon link. So fuck it. Go subscribe. Be a part of the fun. In any case, what else do I have going on? That's right, the Stoner Jesus TV Network. I can probably pull it up. You know what? I will. I'll just pull it up. Let's see what's on right now on the. Uh... Man, why is that the fucking link coming up? It's so very annoying. Don't make me sign in. I just, I just wanted to bring it up. You know, we have to do the clips. I don't know. 
You're going to give me this the fucking site or not? No, no, it's going to make me sign in. I have to sign in to see it. But I shouldn't have to. I should just be able to look at it, right? As a person, as a human being, who has an internet connection. Man, fuck y'all. It's taking forever. I'm sorry, but it's worth it. It's three channels. The Standard Jesus Television Network. The first channel is Standard Jesus TV. All episodes, four episodes, all the time. The second channel is Standard Jesus Clips. That's Standard Jesus Show Clips and interviews all day. Third channel is, what is this? What is going on here? Oh, it's the end of a show. It's the end of an episode. Okay. I say there's no, there's nothing going on. Let me bring it up. So you don't be impressed by this because it's taking so fucking long for me to bring up. Is there a moth in here or something? I got lines of problems. How did a moth get in here? Oh, it's a moth. It was not like a fucking snake or something. You may see me die live on air. Let me bring this up. Let me add to the stream. Damn, man. It's very complicated. So, yeah. Now it's going to uh, chapter 1, verse 23. And, uh, it's not very impressive because you're not really seeing anything. It's just the logo at the beginning of the episode. It just ended one episode and it's going to another one. Anyway, Channel 3 is SJ and Friends. Right now there's smoke out episodes up there with myself and Shelly Martinez on Channel 3. All of these links can be found at the pinned post on X at StonerJesus420. You know you can find me there. That's where everybody finds me. At StonerJesus420 on X. That's the hub, if you will, of what we have going on. So that's the network. There's usually me talking like I am now. Like I said, this is a logo for the opening of the show. I can probably take that. I'm probably give audio. You don't, you don't have what it takes to get that hottie. Maybe you're at the club or wherever you are. Broadway musical. It doesn't matter. You're trying to get that hottie, but you don't know how to talk to the hottie. You don't know what to say. That's, that's, a, that's a big hunk of beefcake right there, and you don't have the words. It's a dick caller. You know what you need? You need the new Dick Caller from the Dick Commander series. Dick. That's right. Call 1-800-GET-DICK. 1-800-GET-DICK. Hey. I've seen Peter here to demonstrate the Hi. Dick Caller. Just, just blow right into that. Right there, Peter. There you go. Right. Blow into your Dick Caller from Dick Commander, and you hear awesome stuff like this. Oh, yeah. We had to share together in the pines. <laughs> ah, see? <laughs> it works. Of course it works. Do you guys have any wigs? You get Dick. The Dick Caller from Dick Commander. Hey, honey, have you seen my Gene Kelly? You don't have it? the words to get that dick? There you go, Peter. Get into it. It's fucking hilarious. So anyway, that's uh, that's the network. It's on Strim. It's a good name, too. It's Strim. <laughs> anyway. What? Uh, I didn't even fucking... I didn't pull up the site for... The, the stories. I'm fucking around listening to myself from years ago. And by the way, laughing at myself and how clever I am. <laughs> so much of this episode has been bad so far is me listening to how clever I am. It really is wondrous. I think about it. Many years of service I put into entertain the masses. If you will. First story, and this is from uh, 12 News, CBS12.com. Local advertisement suggests marijuana to murder pipeline. Oh, I got to add it to the stream. There we go. Now you can see it. 
Uh, recent advertisement in a local Sun Sentinel newspaper is turning heads. The ad was paid for by the Americans Against Marijuana Legalization, which warned, quote, mass murder and marijuana use go hand in hand. A picture of the Parkland shooter, Nicholas Cruz, and his experience with marijuana is included in the advertisement. Next to Cruz is a dozen more mass murderers, like the Pulse nightclub shooter and the Aurora movie theater shooter, and their links to marijuana. I don't think we have any literature linking mass murder to marijuana any more than you can link them to smoking cigarettes, said Dr. Aldo Morales, a 30-year addiction specialist and medical director at Retreat Behavioral Health in Lake Worth, Florida. Dr. Morales says marijuana has evolved with more than 100 active ingredients in the plant that can help and help those with anxiety like CBD, or it can produce a euphoric experience with THC. It says the marijuana available today is much stronger, which we hear a lot. Of course, is true and by design, obviously. He believes most adults can handle the altered state that comes with smoking marijuana, but it can be dangerous to a young user. Uh, don't introduce you to a developing brain, he says. Uh, he was asked about the claims in the ad, which said marijuana can lead to aggressive behavior, psychosis, and paranoia. He said all of those side effects are possible depending on the person, but there's not enough research to support the marijuana to murder murderer pipeline. I really can use that any example, not just the smoking cigarettes, you know, maybe people who drink milk. How many mass murderers drank milk, especially when they were children? I bet it's a lot. I bet it's an incredible percentage. So does milk cause mass murder? I doubt it. But the topper, of course, is that marijuana is not a substance that's known for making people violent. It's alcohol and many other things. People get violent a lot of shit. I'm not saying people don't get violent with marijuana, but, you know, they're less likely to in any case. Next up, GOP congressman pushes a DEA head for an update. Because, you know, the DEA is the fucking end-all, be-all of marijuana policy. Nope, that's the wrong one. Go hit the other one. There you go. Professional broadcaster, you, this story's from Marijuana Moment. It's going well. It's going well. GOP congressman pushes DEA head for update on Biden's marijuana scheduling review. I don't know what you're thinking. That sounds hella boring, yo. But it does have some impact on... It's <laughs> so, so my, my youth demographic. It's hella boring. But it does have some impact on at least the legality of the substance that we all enjoy for whatever reason, whether it's medical or not. A GOP congressman, GOP congressman, GOP, if you will, is pressing the head of the Drug Enforcement Administration to expand on her recent remarks about the origin and timeline of President Joe Biden's Marijuana Scheduling Review Directive. In a letter sent to the EA Administrator Ann Milgram on Thursday, which was shared exclusively to Marijuana Moment, Representative Matt Gates followed up on questions he asked the office official in person at a House Judiciary Subcommittee hearing last month. Specifically, he's asking for a copy of a letter that Milgram said the President sent to Attorney General and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Secretary last year, directing the review into the scheduling status of cannabis under the Controlled Substances Act. This is the glacial pace at which government moves, by the way. Continuing, at last month's hearing, the Administrator also told Gates that she would ask HHS about the timeline for the Department's review which needs to be completed before the DEA can weigh in. So the congressman is also requesting an update on that discussion in 
the new letter. Uh, as you know, many of you know, I'm very cynical about these things, about the um, what the federal government's going to do. I mean, if I had to predict, I'd say eventually somewhere down the line, maybe 10 years from now, there'll be some lukewarm legalization, federal, is that a fucking bug that was on me? <laughs> and I don't know, like a moth, it looks like a hell of a lot smaller than a moth. I don't know. I'll find it, I'll fucking kill it. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the federal government. They'll dick around for a long time. And there'll be some milk toast bullshit legalization. For those of you listening to the podcast, I'm using air quotes for legalization. Some motor down horse shit. The kind of acknowledges what the states have already done, and that's about it. And it'll take forever. And the people who finally get it done, they'll pat themselves on the back, even though it fucking took forever. I mean, I don't know, bro. It's Again, I'll say it. The fact that the government is in charge of legalizing the very thing that they made illegal in the first place, and they've showed incompetence in every other aspect of anything they've ever done... I... I'm not, I'm not hopeful. You're watching and listening to This Week in Weed Review. It's uh, August 27th, 2023, if I did mention that, and I don't think I did. In any case, I'm going to close some of these tabs, there we go. Play a little um, bit from the Old Standard Jesus show. This is St. Peter's Rejected Bit. St. Peter, who's been on the show for a while, he's out doing something. Unless I heard he was scraping animals, dead animals off the side of the road. In any case, he hasn't left a voicemail a long time either. It's weird. Maybe he died. I don't know. If so, this would be like his memorial service. <laughs> he would uh, bring a lot of ideas to the show, and I rejected many of them. And uh, here's where we talk about that very thing. Still to come, forcing teens into counseling for marijuana use. Uh, court allowing cannabis shops to open in New York. And cannabis and neuropathy. All good things, all good stuff to talk about. All coming up. Snare Jesus presents this week in Weed Review. We'll be back, yo. Welcome, Welcome back, everybody. Snare Jesus Show Live. Now comes the unfortunate part of the show where we open St. Peter's microphone. He's got this was a, a bunch of he, he's pitching me stupid ideas all the time. So we gather them all sometimes in a segment. It's basically the return of the segment of St. Peter's rejected. Bits or ideas for the show. So let's uh, turn on Peter's microphone here. What do you got for us, Peter? You're, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're stupid. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Let's get it going. Yeah, these are a lot of uh, these are a lot of good bits. You know, people think that I don't contribute anything to the show, but these are a lot of good bits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you have rejected uh, for whatever stupid reason you have. I have rejected. some kind of pussy or something. And that's why no one listens to this little fucking dog and pony show uh, you got going on, on the radio. Nobody cares. You know, fuck you. You don't, take, you don't take chances, Jesus. So nobody listens to this bullshit. Fucking asshole. There's really anybody listening to me right now because of you. Nobody's listening because you're an asshole. No, anyway. Uh, Sound your voice. You know, all these bits. All these bits had a TV theme. Yeah. It was going to be great stuff. Great, great, great stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one was called Shark Tank. Shark Tank, you were just going to be lowered into a shark tank with right. uh, you know, with no cage or nothing. Just you and some sharks. See, that's, uh, that's know, probably see what right happens. there. Why wouldn't I have a cage? What's, what's, the, what's the point? You don't need a fucking cage, man. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a pussy, Jesus. Okay. It would have been awesome. I'm a pussy. Awesome. So I'm a pussy because of uh, the cage. Next one I had. It didn't even work. Uh, was the it's voice. Visual. 
fucking visual. Uh, we're to have someone uh, kick you in the nuts, and then uh, we mm. can see how high your voice goes. See yeah. what kind of notes you can hit, stuff like that. That would have been more uh, more audio related. It'd have been good. It'd have oh, been good. Technically, I, I would. Uh, I would have applied for the person to kick you in the nuts. I'm sure you would. I want the job. Yeah. But again, you uh, you rejected this. You fucking pussy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the next bit I hit was uh, two broke girls. Yeah. Would uh basically two broke girls with uh, would uh beat and rob you with a baseball bat. Oh, so that's yeah, pretty I good. That. It's nice. Yeah. Two yeah. broke girls. They've been funny. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, like I said you're a pussy. The way into it. I was another bit called Adventure Time. Uh, basically, it's just you and a dog. And we let you loose in the woods and see if you survive. This, this really, is the stupid. logistics of that uh, kind of escaped me. I'm not sure how we get the audio and, and all that, but a lot of things escaped. I think the end, the end outcome would have been uh, would have been pretty fucking good. Mm, fuck anyway, uh, next one. Right. Uh, was also continue with our TV theme. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, key and peel. Yeah. See, so I would uh, I would stab you with a key, and then I would peel back your skin uh, from where I stabbed you as much as possible. It would have been awesome, Jesus. You would have been screaming and stuff. It would have been great audio for the show, but uh, you're a pussy. You're a yeah. pussy who doesn't want to push brown, uh, boundaries, and that's, right. Why, right. that's why your show sucks. Also, another another one, uh, another bit called Pawn Stars. Uh, basically, uh, you, you stare at Jesus. You would get you would get punched in the pawn, See, that's, and then you would get, uh, see stars. What's my pawn? I don't funny. get that. What's a pawn? Punch, punch you in the pawn, in your dick, in your dick. Ow. It's fucking funny. Shut up, Jesus. It's fucking not funny. fucking funny. It's stupid. God damn it. You're stupid. Uh, last one I had, last bit was uh, <sighs> it's called Inside Amy Schumer. Basically, I was going to find a hooker named Amy Schumer, or at least a name uh, as close as I could get. And then you were going to fuck her without a condom. And you're going to get like uh, the HIV. Mm, the the HIV. HIV or something similar. Yeah. It was going to be awesome, Jesus. But again, sounds awesome. some kind of fucking pussy. So none of these ideas worked. None of these ideas all fucking Right, I'm gold. a pussy because I don't want to get the hit. All gold. And then none of that fucking worked. You dumb bastard. You're, you're a piece of shit. You know what? I'm not going to let you filibuster you. my show, motherfucker. And I hate your motherfucking I'm show. I'm just going to turn your fucking microphone you off, fuck- you stupid bitch. And then you're not going to be talking anymore. And that, look. Why? You're still fucking talking. You're talking to yourself, dipshit. Hey. Okay, fine. Just just, just go ahead. <clears throat> Stereo Jesus Show Live. More music and comedy and awesome stuff. There you go. So that's... uh. Little look back at St. Peter, some of his bits for the show, all which involved me being inflicted with some great bodily harm, possibly death. It was basically the theme of uh, of all of them. Next story comes in the New York Post. Welcome back, by the way, everyone. This week in Weed Review. Stern Jesus. That's me. Sternjesus.net for the audio podcast. They're all updated now. It takes me a minute, but I get them up there eventually. The Ghost of Mary coupon code is up there as well for the 20% off your seeds. Go check that out. StaringJesus.net. Now, bring up this story. In the New York Post, Bill would force teen potheads to attend counseling with parents. Parents can't puff, puff, pass on this meeting. <clears throat> necessary. Legislation introduced by State Assemblyman Keith Brown would require anyone under 21 caught smoking the sticky icky to attend a cannabis diversion program and force parents to also attend the sessions. It's an opportunity to address and put some teeth into the Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act. Marijuana uh, Brown told the Post, referring 
to the law that legalized adult marijuana use in the Empire State. If you're not familiar, that would be New York, New York State. Under the current state law, those who are caught with possessing or using ganja under the legal age of 21 are, are penalized with a paltry $50 fine, less than the cost of a premium bag of weed. The current penalty of 50 bucks and a pamphlet is hardly enough prevention, he added. If we say we're going to treat marijuana like alcohol, then we need to treat marijuana like alcohol. Since Albany legalized the use and sale of marijuana, legislators have opened up a Pandora's box when it comes to cannabis use. In the Big Apple, the presence of pot has exploded in recent years, including through this, out the city's schools. There are whole corridors and whole stairwells that just reek of pot, said Forest Hills High School teacher Adam Bergstein, who added there are kids who took up before class starts and then keep smoking marijuana in the school. As of early January, students caught with the possession of drug paraphernalia and controlled substances on school grounds jumped 8% for the school year compared to the same per- period pre-legalization in 2019, according to the City Department of Education data obtained by Chalkbeat. Bergstein, 52, griped that the unchecked use is due to the limited repercussions doled out to students caught with weed and thinks forcing parents to take greater responsibility for their children's drug habit could address the issue. You basically have a situation that's hard to control, so if the parents had to actually participate and be involved, I think you would see a, a drop in drug use in the schools. Addiction treatment consultant Ben Court noted diversion programs can be a salve for children, but warned that the parents today can be a resi- as resistant as their kids to seeing the health concerns tied to underage marijuana use. That's probably because a lot of shit, they, if all the shit that kids could be doing, marijuana use is the least of your concern. Really. Because of any other drug, any other substance, alcohol, cigarettes, fucking, all of those things are more dangerous than marijuana. And listen, I'm no fucking fan of, you know, the government gets to force you and your kid and the counseling. That's a fucking recipe for disaster. The fucking government shouldn't have the power to force you into fucking anything. Parents didn't break a law. And the kids who broke the law, I mean, give me a break. I mean, really. Is my fucking... This thing is like, my seat is cracking. Just more of this fear monitoring over, oh, the kids are smoking weed. Okay. A lot of kids smoke weed. There, I did it again. It's annoying. Anyway. But now, forcing just the more punishment for marijuana. And I didn't say for those. Um, where was it? Let me go back up. Yeah. Possessing you using God under the legal age of 21. So a 20 year old, you're going to force a 20 year old and his parents into counseling because he smoked some fucking weed. There's not a better use of resources. Give me a break, bro. Give me a fucking break. That's right. I ain't down with that shit. It's my thoughts. Anywhere where the government forces you to do something along those lines is never, it's not good. Uh, court allowed 23 cannabis stores to open in New York and made an injunction. I don't know. Do I want to do that? Yeah. Or neuropathy. I don't know. How, where, are we, where are we at on time? I'll keep these about a half hour. Nice, succinct, you know, lunch break type shit. No, I'm saying? I guess we'll stick in New York. Seems a lot of New York stories, but that's okay. 
serves a greater point. Maybe I'll just let this Spectrum News like run, news story run instead of reading the article. Let them do some of the work. Carry some of the fucking load of the show. <laughs> it's their job anyway. Damn it. Yeah, there is quarter allows 23 cannabis stores to open in New York in mid uh, injunction. Let's uh, hear from some of them. Oh, I got to sign in now. Ask me. There's still no final decision from the New York State Supreme Court in a case that could shape the cannabis industry. But today's hearing did provide a green light for some to open as preliminary injunction remains. I got really emotional. And I Christine Richardson was overcome with emotion when she was finally given the license to open a cannabis dispensary in Albany. She's a justice-involved individual. I like got on an email and I just started crying because it's been a long, long time. And we're kind of one of the last ones here that are kind of... New York's been a little bit behind. But her opening date of Halloween could be in jeopardy as a preliminary injunction set by the state Supreme Court is stopping new cannabis businesses from opening due to a lawsuit. Similar to our last court appearance. The case before Judge Kevin R. Bryant is four military veterans who applied for licenses to sell cannabis. They allege the license process by New York's Office of Cannabis Management, or OCM, goes against what was set into law in March 2021. Specifically, OCM giving priority to people who had a previous marijuana conviction in New York over disabled veterans and other groups. The assistant attorney general representing OCM said a drawn-out court battle would be devastating for small business owners who would be unable to open during the lawsuit, some of which have already invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in startup costs. Delaying and preventing us honest, hardworking, taxpaying people from launching their small businesses. Who benefits from this? Obviously, these large corporations that are trying to disrupt and delay the market for the Internet troubles. We back. Now the video is not playing anymore because we're having internet troubles. I don't know when we exactly we went off, so I don't know how much of the video you heard. You know, it doesn't matter. Just end it. End the madness. Little glitch. Think we're back. I don't know. Maybe we're not. Maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who knows? <clears throat> we'll do this story real quick. For marijuana moment. As soon as they bring it up and share it on the screen. We have to go back and we add it to the stream. And then you can see it. The comfort of your own home. Patients say marijuana treats neuropathy just as well as opioids, and most report using high-THC cannabis, a new survey finds. Marijuana is just as effective at treating symptoms of neuropathy as opioids are, according to the results of a new survey. And what's more, the majority of patients with the often painful condition say they're using cannabis with more than 20% THC, raising questions about the quality of prior studies that relied on government-grown marijuana that is generally lower in potency 
aka shit. The company, NugMD, which connects patients to doctors for medical cannabis recommendations, surveyed 603 patients who said neuropathy was either their primary or secondary reason for using marijuana. Because one of the most common symptoms of neuropathy is pain. Patients first rated their pain levels on a scale of 1 to 10, both before and after using cannabis. The treatment, the average pain level before cannabis use was 7.64, while the average pain level after cannabis use was 3.44, the study found the average of pain relief level of 4.2 out of 10 for participants. Compare that to a 2000 randomized, 2017 randomized trial found that neuropathy patients rated the pain relieving effects of oxycodone and acetaminophen at 4.4, ibuprofen and acetaminophen at 4.3, codeine and acetaminophen at 3.9, and hydrocodone and acetaminophen at 3.5. Yet, as a new survey points out, just 10 states explicitly list neuropathy as a qualifying condition, condition for medical marijuana. So there you go. There you go. There you have it. 30 minutes. This week, weed and review. Go share the podcast. Share the videos on X and on Rumble as well. And uh, we'll see you next Sunday. Right here. Hose. Peace. <laughs>